Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oi, oi, I'm Jimmy Bullard and this is me old muck of fairness. We're back together, son. How are you? Hi, Bully. Great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. Why are we doing this? For the love of the game, mate. For the love of rugby. Let me introduce your hosts. No man has played for England more times than Ben Youngs. Get us a flat one, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, immediately. Thank fuck he's got a podcast. The jibber-jabber on that mouthy ca- Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, mate. Hang on. Let me have another go, please. I really used to enjoy toast and pate. Boys stuffing in foie gras <laughs> over us for a game. <laughs> With caramelised yeah. onion. <laughs> oh... Dan Cole. With his hundred caps, all his medals, his cuddly cute face and his beautifully shiny head. If you're having mince slash bolognese before the game, you don't want to splash it on your nice clean white top. Honestly, is Coley actually doing this? Well, if you want stories about traffic on the M1, then he's perfect. Like you go on a Sunday night, you think it's going to be empty and then around Northampton you get stuck. There's got all these 50 miles... For the love of rugby. In today's episode, your guide to game day. What happens in the hours before kickoff? Who sits where on the bus? Who's listening to World in Union on loop? And why you shouldn't eat your pre-match meal with your kit on. Enjoy. Coley, how was traffic, mate? It was good. I decided I'll take a different route today. Uh, I saw a pheasant, didn't run over, just for people to know, it did divert into a hedgerow. That was it. I avoided me and got killed by something in nature, <laughs> which is a nice one. Everyone thinks nature's... Lovey-dovey, but nature's brutal. You watch planet Earth and actually, that's nice. Yeah. The real stuff's on YouTube. Well, we're here. We are. We are. We've done an episode of England Camps, but now it's about the main day. It's the main day of the England experience. Saturday's obviously best day of the week. Correct. But we should probably touch on Friday. We have to touch on Friday. I think a lot of boys actually play international rugby for the Friday experience. Teams will go to the stadium just to have a look around, get used to the changing rooms, so there's nothing trips you up the match day. You will 
run some fake moves yeah, on the what, pitch. What about when we're in away games and the coaches suddenly panic yeah. that someone's in a box with yeah. a camera yeah. filming our last sort of CCTV or something, yeah. There was this period where we'd stop going away to stadiums, yeah. wouldn't there? And actually we'd go to like random fields. Training grounds, yeah. 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 You don't show them anything. So you practice in case nothing one of the that you people, need for the game. <laughs> one of the people put out the flags for the next day is actually spying on you, play some fake moves. You finish up. Some guys who might not be playing do a bit of fitness. But then you get back to the hotel and that's when I'd say the game day experience starts mm. because it starts with lunch on the day before. Bear in mind, I've never once run out of energy on a rugby field. So I'm obviously getting the loading process right. But the nutritionist on about, you've got to look carb load. You've got to, carb, you've got to get the energy in you because game day, you're, you're not going to absorb much. So you need to get it in. So the day before, you start eating, don't you? At about, we'll say one o'clock and the eating starts <laughs> and it doesn't stop till 24 hours later. And it's the same protocol. This is where it catches you out. If you start, you obviously burn some calories. But if you're on the bench or not involved, but you might be traveling reserve. So there might be a chance that someone goes down in the warm up. You might end up playing. So therefore, you've got to eat exactly as you would if you start, which causes issues later in the tournament when you're five kilos overweight. But I really used to enjoy the Friday lunch back in the day when it used to be like toast and pate. Because yeah. pate was supposed to help your iron levels, a hemoglobin or something like that. There was some like science, but basically you were just boys stuffing in foie gras 24 hours for a game <laughs> with caramelized <Yeah>. onion <laughs> yeah that disappeared fairly quickly so that's lunch then obviously you just that afternoon you spend relaxing boys get um whether it's massage physio then normally three o'clock yeah when that clock strikes three yeah it's a it's a race it's a race it is to the team area but it's a very protected thing which is chicken goujons and chocolate biscuits wow and it has to be put in the players area because staff have been known to steal them. <coughs> Richard Hill. Staff. Yeah, it's not for staff, so it's for players. I mean, can we give away the recipe? I'm not sure we can. I don't no, really no, know the yeah. recipe, to be honest with you. All I know is apparently there's like- They're phenomenal. 400 calories in one of these biscuits. And the biscuit's only probably, what, like, not even 10 centimetres long, probably about eight centimetres yeah. long. It's a cube of like chocolate and digestive biscuit, I think. Cube of goodness. Yeah. So apparently there's like 400 calories in each or something like that. You've Wait, so if you've had eight, um, yeah. <laughs> how many test matches you played? 127. How many biscuits do you reckon you've had on average before a test match? Like, depends what mood I'm in, but I mean, minimum, I'm having three of them. So you reckon you've probably had close to 400 of these biscuits? Minimum 400, yeah. Really good for helping you perform. I don't know where the tradition actually started. I think year, like years ago. Yeah, yeah. And then they took them away one year, not under, like this was like Richard Hill, Neil Back, Delalio, and all those guys sort of era, I think, I think. They took it away, then they lost. They blamed the biscuits and now they've always been there and travelled us and, and they're phenomenal. So England have had these biscuits. Any England player knows this biscuit. It's a right of passage. It's it a is. right of passage to eat the biscuits. I also think that there's been chefs have lost their jobs over the biscuits. Heads have rolled. Heads yeah, have they, definitely they, rolled. They've tried to like make these biscuits. Oh, I'll do dark chocolate. It's going to be healthier. Uh-uh. out <laughs> it's like a riot isn't it it's they like a be, riot it could be the best chef in the world it could be like gordon ramsay cooking it but if he messes with that recipe uh, yeah. you got sorry mate yeah that's not acceptable Next. but yeah that's a big part three o'clock goujons chocolate biscuits sometimes you take a biscuit back to your room for later on lads have been known to taking biscuits back for their partners oh, to have on saturday night which was actually a dice roll. That was yeah. absolutely disgraceful yeah, behaviour. Yeah. No, it was horrible. That's disgusting. So that's three o'clock, half past six, seven o'clock, there'll be dinner, another carb loading event. But then often now as a international squad, you'll meet as a players only group when you're about 7.30 yeah. and just talk. Often the captain leads it. It's often a discussion just around how we're feeling, how the week's been. 
and there's pasta stations. So when you go down for the, the night before, there is pasta stations, there's wraps, there's, you know, if someone had something that they want the night before, yeah. it would be made for them. The chef will do it. Everything is there to make sure that you are good to go. And if you want the comforts of something that you always have, they'll make sure they'll do that because they just want you to perform. But it's it's a massive feast, basically. And, well, there's also a point of um, issue, which is the apple crumble. Because skimmers, skimmers, like this is a big shame. thing in camp as well. Yeah, shame. The one dessert you get a week, which is apple crumble, on a, the day before a game, and the amount of people that just skim the top off it and leave the apple and take the crumble. At one point, they had to bring out a separate like bowl of crumble just for people to skim that, didn't they? They did. So yeah, we do that, and then you have a meeting. It's open up to the floor, really. So if guys have something they want to talk about or mention, they will. You might get four or five voices tops, and always wrapped up by the captain at the end. At the back of that there's then an opportunity if you're doing a milestone. So first cap, 50th, 100, and any sort of yeah. milestone moment. And there's an opportunity for that player to speak, but also there's often there's footage and, and family members are videos sending videos and all that. Friends, yeah. Which I'm trying to think, because someone did one re recently, Tom Curry, the World Cup. They had like, they had the most wackiest yeah, video yeah. that his mates yeah, had like all production edited. Team, yeah, he? he had a whole school mate team for brilliant. <laughs> like, I think Dave could say like, David Beckham spoke on it, didn't it? But it was like, oh my God. his mates did such a good job that it was like, David Beckham was just, I mean, obviously David, don't get put off. He's a listener of the pod. Um, yeah, don't get I'm put off doing any more, but like. <laughs> David Beckham, phone out obviously on landscape mode, yeah. recording, sending a message to Tom. Tom, it's David. David Beckham here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're unbelievably oh, famous. This is Miami Beach behind this me. This is also Miami Beach yeah. in the background, which I can't yeah. see, but I'm yeah. also in the penthouse. Yeah. So absolute legend, but we did have a little bit of a, a yeah, giggle at that as he, as he, I think even he knew what he'd said, yeah. but couldn't be asked to do another video. So it was like, <laughs> Tom, it's David, David Beckham here and thought, I'll sod it. I'll just go yeah. with it. And then he was like, oh, a long time since I got my uh, 50th, 100, um, 150th cap for England. Yeah. Whatever he said. <laughs> but he was, I think Curry was really happy because he basically all week been talking about how he wanted um, Jesse Lingard. Didn't he? Did, he did yeah. think he was going to be no, not going to slag off Jesse Lingard, but he was like he wanted he's well, a Man United Beckham fan. Lingard, but, a slight yeah, difference. He wanted a Man United player, but he's like he didn't think himself high enough that he could get like one of the absolute big fish. But Jesse Lingard was one of his favourite players. So he wanted him, and instead he got David Beckham. If you're sending in questions, mm -hmm. uh, you got questions for Coley myself. If we can answer anything, then I'd like you to landscape mode. Yeah, like maybe a fake background of Miami Beach or something like that, and yeah. you'll have to say it's Ben. Ben Young's here. I have a question for... We'll refuse to answer anything that's not done in that format. Yeah, in that format. We want a good background and you have to say your name and follow up with your surname. Your first name. Then yeah. your first name again, yeah. along with your surname. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get a load of questions now. Probably get one from Bex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, David. David. Uh, David Beckham. Um, we'll probably get one from him. So uh, we'll answer those in a... We'll have to do a whole different pod on them because they'll be inundated. But anyway, this one's about game day. As we're going through game day, we should do like a... What was it? Was it 24? Or it's like, dun dun. And it's like, it might be 24. Or it might be thinking of like... Um, and it just goes, dun dun. It's like law and order. I think it's like law and order. Dun dun. In the criminal justice system, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups. The police who investigate crime and the district attorneys who prosecute the offenders. These are their stories. And it's basically, right, so we're going to start set the day. Dun dun. What time? Well, actually, what time? We'll do, do it hour by hour with a dun dun at the after it. We'll, we'll go hour by hour, but like we'll just um, if nothing ha interest happens that hour, we won't bother. But what time? We'll, okay, we'll free start. We'll, we'll start. We'll so what, what time do you reckon you wake up? Uh, I'd be eight thirty. I'd say. Okay. Well, I reckon. Is that annoying? If we're going to do by the hour? No, 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 no. no. I wake up. At eight. I'm, I'm just we gonna wake up. I'm, I'm just going to plot my day. I'm just. I reckon eight. I naturally wake up around seven seven thirty on a game day. I get out of bed about half eight nine. So what we'll go is we'll go. We'll meet halfway. No, but we'll, we'll, mate. 
It's our pod. We can do fucking more. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We could do whatever we'll, we want. We'll do every <laughs> 10 minutes if we have to. But right, I reckon. Dun, dun. 7 a.m. Me opening my eyes and being like, God, what's the time? 7 a.m. I'm not getting up now. Kickoff's ages away. Can't be asked. I'll stay in bed. I'll roll over. Or I'll get my phone and I'll play on my phone. So like, you can have my face illuminated with the, the light checking on like, yeah. What's going on in the world? Look at all these good luck messages I've got. <laughs> oh, I've got a put in my electricity meter account. Am I great? Yeah. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> I need the latest reading. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks. Um, what are you playing on your phone, mate? Um, Doodle Jump? I did actually have Doodle Jump. Kids love it. No, I've got rid of a lot of. Um, I basically have the athletic app and a couple of like magazines that I read because I find with games, A, you become addicted to them, but B, you get home and it's like, oh, I'll just lie on the sofa and ignore my kids while I'm playing this game. So I've got rid of games off my phone. I just have brain things but anyway that's 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 what we're doing from and responding to all the good luck messages i've of had course, that which is just like it's hard to keep on top of right? from the energy company <laughs> the good luck message i've had from the energy company hi mate good luck can we have your meter reading please which is nice i mean i sometimes get a message of hey mate are you playing today <laughs> right cheers <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yes all right dun dun that's seven um so you reckon you're okay but eight yeah i'd say eight eight thirty was that an alarm or not an alarm alarm okay alarm so so Dun dun. I'm awake. Snooze or not snooze? Wouldn't snooze. Straight up. I'm up. Normal routine. Teeth. Shower maybe. And actually no, wrong. Lie. Shower later on yeah, game day. Same, yep. So teeth, do all your normal toilet teeth. Domestic stuff. Uh get changed, put clothes on. Change my pants. Yeah. yeah put yeah. some England kit, kit on. on. Yeah. Uh, in the morning you can wear whatever England kit you want as long as yeah. it's uh, England stuff. You go down come to breakfast at this yeah. stage all your fueling's done really so you're just trying to make sure you're just not hungry dun dun we'll say that's taking you quarter around dun dun 9am we'll say go to breakfast 9am we're at breakfast me and you have walked down yeah. let's say side by side yeah. who's and in there the dads of the team it is isn't so it so people with kids because they naturally wake up early and they're in there I remember going to the World Cup you'd see Aaron Farrell would be in there yep. Marla would often Joe Marla would be often be in there and it's other parents who basically can't lie in bed because kids come wake you up at 7am whatever it is normally or before that so you're naturally awake and you come down and you'll meet from there on you have your breakfast any preferences on match day what you have for breakfast yeah well there's always the option of um they do a white chocolate porridge don't they do they do they <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Uh, I don't eat carbs. Sorry, right? I forgot no. you were. Yeah, uh, I don't eat carbs. You, were, you don't have that. Um, yeah. <laughs> just straight beef. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just protein and there fats is, for me, man. Uh, there is a little white chocolate porridge they do. So you get a treat on the Friday yes. at three and you get a little treat on the Saturday morning. Overnight oats I like as well. Okay. Big fan of that. Your options are poached eggs, you've got scrambled eggs, you've got. Omelette station. The chef does omelette station, yeah. Omelette station. I was very, I used to have ham and cheese. That was my omelette every day. You omelette most days? Yeah, I was literally omelette. Like and game day omelette? Yeah. Would you have an omelette on game day for a Leicester match? Um, no, I just have scrambled eggs. Yeah, see? No, yeah. Nice, same, isn't it? Um, so, dun dun, five past nine, omelette. Omelette. The chef got to the point where the chef was just like, yeah, you again. Ham and cheese, yeah. By this point, 40s come down. So, yes. boom, boom. 10 past nine. Yeah. 40. Get us a flat white, please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, immediately. And the fact I've had to ask you is taking too long already. Yeah, so, correct, hurry yeah. up. That was a, a lot of times, well, it was like the boy, you all sat on the table, aren't you? And it was that standoff between, it'd be like, you want a coffee? Coffee? Yes, yes please. please mate. I have 10 of those, please. <laughs> <laughs> it always be like the coffee machines like this. Like, someone would be desperate to have one. Like someone who could actually, because there's some good baristas in the team. There is. And in theory, we should have actually just brought a cow during yeah, the World Cup because we needed that much milk. So yeah, someone would have to give, get up, dun dun, 20 past nine. It's like someone makes a move towards the coffee machine. Best baristas, right? Yeah. Let's list them. Okay. Elliot Daly. Yes. Phenomenal. Yes. Manu Tulangi. I say he's world class. The goat. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's the best. Jamie George. 
Yes. Very good. George Ford owns a coffee shop. Very, yeah. very good. Yes. Out of all those four, yeah. who is more than happy to do it for you? And yeah. who, I mean, I'm not creating a narrative here, but who doesn't really, he's a bit like, oh. Manu would, I think, make coffees for anyone. Anyone. Because I think he just loves the process of making coffees and he's phenomenal at doing it. Elliot. Elliot, again, yes. Daily, yes. full of energy. Full of energy, does it, yeah. Team Jamie, giver. Yeah, Jamie George, similar, offers energy. George Ford. G Ford, however. Owns a coffee shop. <laughs> not that enthusiastic yeah, or no, keen to yeah, make people yeah, coffees, yeah. is he? He sees mate, it. Mate, got to go sit in my room, mate. Headphones, listen to game. Mate, get ready, get focused. You're distracted. <laughs> Don't want to make coffees all day, mate. Yeah. Got games to get ready for. He's a, he's a bit more, he finds a bit of a chore, doesn't he? Yeah. So we have breakfast, so that's half nine. Sometimes there is a window there. If the kickoff was like it's World Cup where it's like 9 p.m., yeah. often boys would sometimes dun dun, get an Uber, get in the car, and you might go into, because often you stay in like London Paris, you go to a local coffee shop. Yes. Just get out, get some fresh air. There was one point, were you. We basically, it was in the World Cup. Where were we? Was I uh, not playing? You referring to? Yes, Coley, I was not playing, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Lille. Paddle, we were paddle. in Lille and like the day before, a few of the boys had been out to the um, coffee um, place and they had a great time. They're like, we'll go there tomorrow. The next day, I think it was like myself and Marl, I think it was on Jamie George's or Elliot Daly's recommendation. Honestly, it was England fan central. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, no, yeah, yeah. Literally, like you, you drop it, it's like uh, just drop us here, mate. And he like, got out of the car, and it's just white shirts galore. At oh 10 in the morning. It was my like, god, brilliant, but like, um, great yeah. in the sense you're like, wow, we're really well supported, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but not great in the sense that as soon as you get recognised yeah. by one person, yeah, oh, yeah. and everyone has camera phones, yeah. You're then screwed. Were you there when the man was like walking behind the street? And he's like, oh, Joe Marler, oh, look at his haircut. <laughs> and like, yeah. And he's like, oh, damn, what are you doing here then? I'm like, that was, I couldn't work out whether this bloke was nervous, for instance, yeah. or whether he's, but he's like, oh, what are you doing here then? I'm like, um, you're an England fan, you're an England shirt. You wouldn't want to be like, I'm playing, but yeah. it's like, what are you doing here? It's like, just having a coffee, mate. Um, talking of fans and people saying crazy stuff, I mean, he's going to be a listener. Do I mind dobbing in your oh, yeah. <laughs> fellow parent from school? Oh, yeah. Um, so we'd, we'd lost to Fiji in the final warm-up game. Our warm-up game's pretty rough for the World Cup. Yeah, let's not go there. 2023. 20, so, yeah. We <laughs> if you lost. have questions, to, uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah, will not yeah, be answering any regarding the warm-up games. We'd lost to Fiji, and we had a few days off because we then had two weeks before the start of the tournament. I think we got off, we played on Saturday, so we had Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off, and we met up on the Wednesday. We did, yeah. So... I'm doing the school run on Monday. Just spend as much time with the kids as possible because I'm going away for eight weeks. Anyway, I'm walking up to the school gates and uh, one of the parents, who shall not be named, but you know who you are, um, said to me, what's going on? What's going on? I'm like, um, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, the coaching staff, they'll be back at Leicester soon. I was like, okay. He's like, oh, it's, it's dreadful, isn't it? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's not great, mate. And he's like, oh, so uh, lost to Fiji. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, but it's all right. You just beat Argentina in World Cup game one and the team's geared for that. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, they'll be all right. It's like, so you're going out for any of the games? <laughs> um, Yeah, mate, yeah, I'm working a few of them. I'll be working there. Cool. Uh, All right, mate. Cheers then. So what I was hoping was... First game. First game, nine o'clock, whatever it was, Argentina. He sat down, he's got his beer by his side and he's just looking at it and it's like the anthem comes on, it scans along. And there's my head. He's just gone. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Has he said anything to you since, by the way? Have you seen him? Have you seen him? I've seen it, but it's just kind of like, oh, mate, yeah. Uh, we've just sort of avoided the top, the uh, subject. Uh, hopefully it dawned on him during the week when I wasn't like the two weeks yeah, when yeah. I went away, I wasn't there. He'd be like, I haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen the boy's dad for a while. He must have been working, must be working. And then like dawned on him that Saturday night that 
he knew. He it's it's it. like the guy uh, off Notting Hill when he meets Judah Roberts. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's your movie star. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of acting are you into? You know? <laughs> yeah. My friends do a bit of acting, you know? Never yeah. got anywhere. Yeah. You know, tough business. We've digressed a bit, so we'll have to just bring it back to the... <laughs> just a little bit. ...storyline. So, dun-dun. Dun-dun. Half eleven. Half eleven. Half eleven. That's when you start coming together for the team meets for fire up slash activation. And it's it's mats laid out, aqua bags, stretch bags, mobility stuff, yeah. a thera guns, which is essentially it, I can describe it as it looks like a drill, press a button, and yeah. it has like a hammer on the end and you get into like the muscle. It's yeah. like a, it kind of hammers. <laughs> yeah. I mean um <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it helps to release your muscles. If you've got any tight muscles, yeah. you, it's like a massage gun. It's, it's basically a massage, a massage gun. gun. Yeah, I like made it, it sound really, yeah, yeah massage But gun. basically it just sort of helps um, get any tight knots in your legs and or anywhere on your body, you can hammer it out. So about half 11, often we... We split yeah. forwards and backs. So what do, what do the forwards do? What forwards, do do? we will start doing... I've never done it with you. I don't know what you no, do. We do about five minutes of like, some boys want to like you roll your back out because it's the first time some boys have actually got out of bed and moved, not me. But they might do that, stretch hamstring, do stretch your bodies. And we come together and we do some like mobility on the mats, which is normally uh, we'll all get in threes or fours and work down in a line, doing some lunges, some crawl work, and just basically get the body moving slowly. Might do a bit of high knees and stuff like that, get the blood flowing. We then do some explosive exercises. So you might do med ball slams or aqua bag jumps. So you put a sort of weight on your back and jump in the air like a line out jump, which the science behind it is apparently gives you a massive testosterone boost. But thinking about it, if that's what you need for massive testosterone boost, why the fuck do we do so much training in the gym? Just get, <laughs> yeah, put a bag on your back and jump three times in the air, and it's like, oh, perfect, nailed it. So I don't believe in that, but I think like it's all part of the like the. So do you uh, do it? The match if you thing. don't believe in it, uh, no, I don't, because it got to a point where my shoulder hurt when I was doing the med ball slams and jumping up hurt, uh, hurt other parts of the body. So I just like stretch during that part. Um, but then we come together. We might walk through some line outs. And you're doing, what do you do? So we'd go over like hurdles, hip mobility, trying to loosen up almost yeah. for like the running mechanics part, stretch, and then any individual stuff. And then again, like a far up. So yeah. there'll be like sprinting positions, lock and holds, jumps, aqua bag, like hip rotation, like okay. core rotation, slams. It's just priming the body and then we'd come together and then we go outside. We'd often find a car park or something somewhere, not very glamorous at all. No. So this is Dundun, this is quarter to 12. Sorry, so. yeah, Dundun. Quarter to 12. And away games, we go in the most rogue, random car parks. Yes. Anywhere. Yeah. That's got like a little patch. The best part is they get security through. to kind of like block off this car park about four hours before. So they don't have to stand stopping people just from parking their cars so we can have an area to basically walk through stuff. Bit of traffic going past. Beep, beep. Wave at you. Beep, beep. Fucking old Ben Young's playing again. And then beep, it's Ed, like Ed and his mate yeah. from the previous guy sending a question. Oh, you yeah. shit ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not you two again. This part's quite high energy, isn't it? So you want yeah. a bit of noise. You're only walking, but boys, you either do a little bit of a flick the ball around with each other, try and get some life into people. And then you walk through, say, your three or four line-out plays, a couple of scrum attacking moves. You kind of, yeah, your strikes, your, your kickoffs. Any key episodes you're expecting it might be to do with kicking, it might be to do with moving the ball, it might be to do with defence. A couple of things, but you're right, it's like high energy, walk, but like loud, yeah. vocal, creating a bit of a buzz. Buzz, yeah, massively. Just focus everyone back in because everyone knows it. Um, forwards then split, do a line-out walkthrough, just the final line-outs that we have. Backs will go off and do your We'll do our strikes, strikes. scrums off line-outs. And again, any final, final, like we know it all, yeah. but it's just any like little conversations. Yeah. 
that might need to be had. That'll be done about... Dun dun, quarter yeah. past 12. Dun dun, quarter past 12, and then you'll come in. They don't like to eat about three and a half hours. You like to have pre-match about three and a half hours before kickoff. Pre-match meal, which will be something very simple. There's like rice. Some, rice and a fish cake. Yeah, right. <laughs> fish and a rice cake, yeah. Fish and a rice cake. Bodybuilding. Um, there's some rice pasta, might be some fruit. There'll be some like mints, some... Salad bits. Sa- like salmon. Wrap. Like there's yeah, not... Yeah, it's, just, it's just easily digestible. Yeah. No one really eats too much. No one eat too heavy because pretty much you've been eating for the past two days. So you don't really... That pretty much is about not being hungry, but again, you've pretty much fueled for the day. So you do that. Then, say it takes you 15 minutes. Dun, dun, what'd you do then after? So you've had your lunch. Well, I do it a bit differently. So right. once I've done the walkthrough, yeah. I actually go straight back to my room. Yep. I shower. Yes. And then I get my stuff on. You need your, your white top and your anthem jacket, tracky bottoms or shorts you can travel in, can't you? Trainers. And I've got my kit bag ready. Yeah. So in my kit bag, I'll just have two pairs of boots. Yes. In case any of them split or whatever. Yep. Two is one and one is none. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> two cup shields. Have you ever, I've got a question for you. Have you ever packed a pair of moldies? Being a no, type, being a type. No, no never, it never, never. Not once in your life no. have you ever packed a pair of moldies. No. Rock hard, 21 mils. Soft as anything, 21 mils. Medium, artificial 21s. Artificial 21s. 21s, yeah. I'm not changing. Two gum shields, wash bag. I'll have my stud key and that's it because everything else is provided. Everything else is already at the stadium waiting for me. Once done that, boom, boom. Leave the room, yes. go downstairs and then that's when I'd have my pre-match meal. Okay. But a lot of lads will eat first. Depends because obviously sometimes forwards are behind backs so as a crush so I'll go and get showered. But the only thing is if you're having mints slash bolognese before the game you don't want to splash it on your nice clean white top so sometimes i will go back and change after lunch tactically um, smart that. yeah you might also get the strapped the strapping and stuff isn't there some boys i get normally get my ankles strapped so once i'm changed i'll go down you see the physios just get saves time at the ground get there's a little timetable for that isn't it because yeah. everyone comes in at different slots yes. they know because there's physios three physios are just boom and some ankles, boys get shoulders. like shoulders some gets major strapping done some boys just get like pre-strapping so we do that then normally I'm going to say approximately dun dun, quarter past one, we will have a team meeting, probably in the team room of the hotel. Seats are organised, normally in a U-shaped, with the coach at the front, with a whiteboard. Correct. And on the whiteboard are? Three key messages that we've spoke about all week. The themes of the week, what are the key things to exploit them that we've gone through all week? You don't have loads. It's just three really achievable like things you want to do and impose. So the coach will touch on that, reinforce those messages. Yes. And then essentially it's like... Two minutes, maybe? Not long, is it? And then it's like, well, let's go. As soon as it's let's go, everyone's standing. It's almost like claps. Some do, some don't. Some yeah, do, some yeah. don't. But you can sort of sense the energy that's within the, the yeah, room now. That's the shift. Lads put the headphones on. We walk and get on the bus. And bus, actually, there's a bit of a, like a, there's a, bit of a routine on bus in terms of like who sits where and, yeah. and everything like that. Everyone has sort of their certain seats. Areas. So I'm at the back. So am I. You're facing backwards. I'm facing forwards. And you're on the right-hand side. And I'm on the left-hand side. Yeah. So in the back of the bus, there is Joe Marler, Courtney Laws, myself. Farrell would Owen join Faz, Fordy would George Ford. George Ford, Ellis Genge. Just in front of us lot, there'd be Elliot Daly, Jamie George. Sort of the younger lads sort of tend to just naturally just gravitate towards the front. Yeah. And all the coaches staff at the front anyway, the bus. Sometimes I listen to music. Sometimes I won't bother. It depends. I don't have like a set routine. I don't have like a... I'm going to Johnny a May used to listen to Disney music. Uh, the Greatest Showman he used to enjoy as well, didn't he? Yes. There's a bit, I think we're a bit early, so we waited outside Twickenham, but Joe Marler was listening to, it was Adele, but it was the, I think some guy on X Factor, James, he won it. James so Arthur, yeah. He did a dubstep kind of version of one of Adele's songs, and Marler must have listened to this four times. Really? But like, you could hear it, and it was just like, 
Are you all right? Like, but it shows, right? You're about to go on a test yeah. match. You're about to play in front of 80,000 people. Some people think that we'll be listening to like this heavy rock, like trying to go crazy. Tom Curry is normally listening to World in Union. That's his... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it is actually his favourite oh, yeah, song. Gets him in the mood. Um, the most played on his Spotify account. So, okay. So we're going to give ourselves... It takes about 20 minutes, half hour, depending on traffic. Yeah, no, it's not too bad, is it? Because we go from Richmond, so it's not yeah. too bad. But on that bus, it's like, it's silent. Yeah. It's, there's a bit of chatter, actually. There's a bit of laughter, isn't yeah. there? I suppose the lads haven't done it often are maybe a little bit more nervous and a bit green. People will laugh because people want to be relaxed. Yes. And I think as you get older, you're a bit more, the bus journey doesn't really matter. It's not going to affect how I play. Correct. But we're having a couple of bad journeys. At Twickenham, they close, we were supposed to go in one gate, but they close it off because it's like the pedestrian entrance. So we were supposed to turn up like an hour and a half before. But I think we left out on time, but there's so much traffic around the ground. We then got to the gate to get us in and it was closed. And he's like, with a team. And the bloke's like, it's closed. It's like, with a team. It's like, <laughs> it's closed. In. Right. We should, what we should have done really is got out there because that's walked. on the roundabout by there's a car garage on the corner that's basically the main entrance in and we weren't allowed in that way what we should have done in hindsight is all got off the bus there and just walked to the stadium which was 100 metres probably <laughs> however <laughs> no no we were going to stick to our guns and we had then a drive further down the A316 past the stoop all the way out and then had to come back on ourselves I think through Witten like you go past yeah. the cemetery, through the town, past there's like an Indian restaurant on the corner. Everyone waves at you going, what the fuck are you doing here? It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Games kick off. Yeah, don't worry about us. We're only the team. And then we got in and then they wouldn't let us in that entrance either. There was a queue of cars, wasn't there? I remember driving on the outside of the bus. We had to drive past all these cars. There's a policeman at the front like, thinking this bus is just going to plough through everyone. We're the team, let us in, let us in. So we finally got snuck in. We must have turned up like, we aimed for like an hour and a half, hour four, 15 before kickoff. We must have got there 50 minutes or so before yeah, kickoff. Yeah, um, that's, that's why we lost. Yeah, we'll blame that. And another one was another game that didn't go so well, the 2019 World Cup final. Well, one, we were pretty far out. We were that a long was, way out, That yeah. was allocated by yeah, World Rugby yes, and all that, yeah. so we couldn't help that. Yeah. But the issue is, Japanese people are so polite that even the police escort are so polite yeah. that they'll just sit in traffic and not actually move anyone out yeah. of the way. So well, we sat at this yeah. light for probably 20 minutes. Yeah. Down the motorway, we were literally it's... doing about 30 mile an hour, weren't we? And it was yeah. like, um, I think we might be late here. It's going to be, um, hurry up. But no, that was... Um, that's getting strapped on the bus yeah. and all stuff. So anyway, that's uh, travel stories. We'll go, dun dun. We arrive, Twickenham. Seeing the fans. Yes. And like the sea of white. Yeah. Well, it starts to build, doesn't it? As soon oh, as you come phenomenal. through the back entry of Twickenham by, I think it's a Tesco's. Yeah. And you go in that way, but you kind of circle around the stadium and then you see all the fans outside the stadium. You see the statue of Tom Croft. Um, <laughs> put some perspective on that. There's a statue of a bloke being lifted, but you say, you see all the fans building and that's when they think it's sort of, you get the real vibe of a test match. They do. I think if, when I look now and think, oh, what will I miss most? Those little bits of like sitting on the bus and actually just seeing all these fans, you think, blimey. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't yeah. take it all in, but there's just little bits that they're probably the bits I miss is like, that's an example. You then get off the bus and there's a bit of a walk, isn't there into the... Yeah, the bus pulls up a little bit before the gates. So you come off the bus captain gets off he's like waiting for everyone because we want to walk in as a group don't we but there's yep. no order to it grab your kit bags and then it's just like the noise it's awesome there's music playing there's a band and you walk through there it's like a like a 30 meter walk 40 meter walk and you walk through either side crowd white shirts loads of noise and as you go through and you look up twickenham through the through the gates with the um golden lions and there's just like fans everywhere and it's an amazing feeling then as a team we filter to the left yep to go into the stadium but before we enter the stadium dun dun we'll have an outbreak. break good idea 
Here at Mindset Win, we want to give you the tools to become better at what you do. Taking inspiration and wisdom from our guests, we will hear stories, strategies, tips and tricks. Told by leading names in sport and beyond. Who know what it takes to get to the very top. There will be two episodes each week packed with amazing stories and practical takeaways for us all to follow. Search for Mindset Win on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. Dungeon, we're back, Twickenham. We're entering. There's a bit of imagery, isn't there? Yeah. There's imagery. So you walk in through the the side door, and they say it's imagery on the walls, which I think is from like Grand Slam. Grand Slamming winning team. There's like one from the 80s, the 90s. There's even a bit further back, don't you? I think so, yeah. But you walk to the end of the corridor, which is about 20 meters, you turn right, then you go left and back on yourself into the changing room. But as you turn right, the away changing room, like entrance is there. And you sometimes have that awkward moment, yeah. occasional moment where the away team's there before you yeah. and they're about to go walk out yes. to go check out the pitch. So as you turn around to the right and they're walking out and you have this awkward like moment. Yeah. yeah. Do I? Hi. You don't want to be rude, but then you don't want to be too like pally. There's some picture there of like the current team players. Years. Or players like with certain amount of caps. Players, yeah. certain amount of caps and it's sort of engraved granite tiled sort of looking but it's yeah. almost plastic isn't yeah, it it's yeah, kind of yeah. can't really describe it so, so you go around there and then you turn right and you go turn right again and then on the as you look at it on the right is where the change room is which will have all the shirts out hanging up in a sort of horseshoe shape and then on the left there are a couple of physio beds and further around are the toilet showers ice baths filter into the right go to your seat put your kit bag down some boys visit the pitch. Some lads go on the pitch. Some lads, we've actually got a little, there's a gym area as well. So you can get up from your change room and walk straight, basically. Yeah. A little area of sort of 10 meters wide and yeah, 20 meters, 20 long, meters like long. It's sort of like 3G, yeah. 4G sort of area. Guys are in there like stretching, mobbing, uh, doing a bit of movement again, maybe passing the ball, yeah. getting a feel for it. Then we come back in. There'll be no more meetings with them. There's no. no more meetings. No. Uh, there's a big, huge TV in there as well. And that would also have the three key yeah, bullet points yes. Bullet points of what we're trying to do. The referee will come in normally, dun dun, about an hour before kickoff. He'll often get the, the front rows together and the scrum coach and go, look, I want a contest at the scrum. Follow my commands, push straight. Jobs are good. And No, the ref comes in. He tries to be all matey with everyone. <laughs> he gets the front rows in and he goes, yeah. right please don't dick about because I don't want to referee the scrum and I want the ball moving. It's an international yeah. game. There's 80,000 yeah. and I want to entertain them. And if you dickheads mess it all up, then it looks bad on me and on them. So my favorite was, um, I think Alan Roland, we had England Wales and it was going to be a bit of a mess at the scrum, but he came in, we were all like, we're going to meet him. And he like turned to Graham Rancher, our scrum coach. He's like, like I discussed in the week, we we're behind him. He's like, I'm not going to talk to the guys today, but if you can make sure that they're balanced on their setup, they follow my commands and they get it all right. And we have a contest. That'll be perfect. Thanks, Graham. And it was like, we're literally behind <laughs> him. He just know. walked out and it was like, I don't know if you know, Alan, like, but yeah. uh, Graham isn't playing. We are. Um, <laughs> we just walked out. It was like, okay, yeah, got it. He meets the captain for the coin toss. He'll talk sometimes to nines and like line out callers just to say what he wants at certain areas of the contest. Yeah, there's refs occasionally will grab the nine and say, look, just to let you know, like if you, yeah. if you want to take a quick tap, make sure it's by the mark. If you want the penalty, tell me and I'll yes. come back for it. You know, I'll tell you an advantage. <laughs> Dun, dun, it's not about referees. They're doing a great job, yeah. and you know we, we yeah. respect them all that. Don't but dun, dun, me. Enough, dun, enough dun. about them. Um, so they leave, so, and then you've got about an hour. We've got an hour, really. So you get your boots on, you have your yeah. warm up gear, you get changed, and then boys will filter out the changing room, 
probably leading up to from sort of 50 minutes, some kickers are going early, boys are warm up. Individually, lots of people are probably gone out of the change rooms by 10 past. I'm normally one of the last ones out. You are, yeah. Front row split, do some three on three scrums, just get warm for that. You scrummage against the lads that are either on the bench yes. or the non-23. Yeah. I mean, is there a bit of a GA there? Yeah. Gentlemen's oh, yeah. agreement. It's basically... Make you... me feel really good. Yeah. yeah. So don't push very hard. Yeah. Let me drill you. Yeah. So I'm feeling really confident ahead of the game. It's a bit of that. No, it's um, it's basically to get the timing right and to get some, say, force through your bodies is you sort of do literally two setups and an engagement or two. And it's basically bang. The ball might come in and get hooked, but you're not going to sit there for half hour trying to no. scrimmage each other. It's literally bang, bang. But it's about getting the stars ready and prepped for the first contact. So we do that. What backs are doing... Goal kicks will be kicking, kicking for touch, kicking at goal, hitting drop goals, getting all that like, they've done so much throughout the week, but really it's just like getting ready for that. The stadium starts filling up a little bit. You can sense that build up because I, I really enjoy actually once I am changed uh, in the warm up kit is that walk through the tunnel and walking out and I just sort of really try and take that in then. So that's pretty cool as you sense it sort of the atmosphere building. I'll do a load of kicking. So I'll do my box kicking. I'll do my passing, get a bit of a blow on, I guess. And then we go into sort of some speed drills and handling stuff and backs sort of we work on those sort of short side attack and, and bit of defence. So and then we come together, right? Come together as a team. We'll normally do sort of start with the kickoff. Not so simulate a game, but you sort of go kick off and then it's like, oh, we'll do an exit, which is where we kick or run from our own half and then defend or we'll do an attacking line out. Make sure everyone touches the ball, everyone's running at full pace, everyone's good to go. And then we will you split into front five, middle five, back five, hit a couple of tackle bags. And then we all meet together on pretty much the halfway. Everyone ready, 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 like that. And then you go into the change room. And that walk again, like, again, you sort of get a good cheer. And that's normally dun-dun. About 10 minutes before kickoff, isn't it? About 10 because I've got anthems yet. So yeah, let's say, let's say 10 so minutes. So the warm-up's about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. You go in between 15 and 10 minutes before kickoff, get changed. You will take your warm-up kit off, which is often navy or something in colour, and you'll put on your match day kit, which is now clean, pristine white. Match day kit, shorts on, shirts on, anthem, anthem jacket, jacket over on. top. Now this stage, you've got kind of all different emotions. So you've got lads that are now whipping on their headphones to listen to, yeah. it could be anything, a music could be like a someone talking about them, it could be psychologist stuff. You've got lads that are standing and kind of moving around. You've got other lads that are, I suppose, geeing each other up yeah. and other lads that are essentially throwing up. You know, one player feels like he isn't ready unless he's actually yeah. sick. So he, you can hear him retching and, and doing all that. You've got other lads that are very, very calm and just chilled and just sitting in their, in their spot. And then two minutes before we go out, you get a two minute warning, don't you? Yeah. Two minutes like that. And then everyone's on their feet and then the huddle. Bench off and leave. And they will sort of form a tunnel as you run out of the change room. Starters will be in, in the huddle. Captain or senior player. Someone, whoever wants someone to speak really speak, just say. It's never like... It's not like a big not, church yeah, speech. It's, it's literally not. like, enjoy today, apply our best. It's a test match. And if you're not ready at that point and you're not motivated and you're not in a position and in a headspace to go out there and fly into it, like you're in the wrong job because Correct. you don't need a big speech to get you there. You've just warmed up. You've had all week thinking about it. Twickenham's like rammed. You're ready to go. It's just a couple of reminders. Right, boys, this is what the start of the game is. We're kicking off. This is what it looks like likelihood they're going to exit this will be our first play so it's like everyone's clear like okay this is what the start of the game is probably going to look like and then you're only thinking about your, your action really what yeah. you do what do you need to do straight away you'll get the knock but the team manager will basically say good to go it's basically richard hill's job yeah that's his that's his uh, he's finally <laughs> his done moment. something through the week that's his moment and he goes two minutes lads yeah cheers hilly and it's like yeah <laughs> come on then guys good to go and then we'll get in a line and we'll come out of the changing room We'll walk down the corridor, we'll turn left. If you come out of the England changing room and then you'll often be held, there'll be mascots. There's normally a TV camera. The away team, yeah, line up on the right-hand side. We're on the left-hand left side. side. Again, you have that moment where you're kind of yeah. like, the opposition are right there and it's like, 
Mm. Probably when you come out the, the tunnel and you line up, it's probably the first time you actually see the entire Twickenham. We're in the West End. No, you're in yeah, the... Yeah, we're in the West End. Yeah, we're we in the West, West End. So you come out and you look out and it's the East End where yep. you can see it's literally full up from top to bottom. And as you come out, you walk out, basically the whole of Twickenham, you see... And it is, Coley. Oh, yeah. It is a bit like a dun-dun. Yeah. Because it's like layer one. Yeah. yeah. Tier two. two. Yes. <laughs> you walk through the tunnel with the people yeah. sort of alongside you and say the wall like, of wow. noise hits you. They have the flamethrowers on the pitch. You have an anthem singer you see in front of you. There's often flags and uh, military personnel and people like that. So it's kind of, it hits you like. That is that is an incredible feeling because yeah. you run out and the noise, you, you're hit with a wave of noise. Things are going off. You can't describe, you can't no. describe the feeling. And no. if I tried, I wouldn't do it justice, yeah. but it's just incredible. But you also have this appreciation and understanding of it yet you have this kind of real focus about you're not daunted by it. Just builds yeah. the excitement yeah, yeah, towards yeah. what yeah. you know you're about to go do, right? Yeah. You then have to line up normally on the 15-meter line, don't you? Yeah, Referees do, in the yeah. middle, and that's when the anthems. I love the anthem. I mean, I've stood with you, I've stood yeah. with you loads of times. You try and avoid having a mascot in front of you that's taller than you. Yeah, that's slightly embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> or like we say, when you line up in the match at the, uh, the anthem and it's like the two-second rows... And then yeah. a five foot tall bloke. You try Which and Peter Stringer used to do for Ireland and he yeah. stand between the two second rows. Yeah. yeah. O'Connell and o O'Callaghan, whoever it was. Yeah. Um You know, uh, I hate to be a party pooper, but yeah. ours is a little bit like, you know. It's a different it's not an up tempo. It's just not an up tempo. When you get Twickenham, like, when you get eight thousand people say singing God Save the King. It is it's, good. Yeah. Did you nail it first time? Obviously when God Save the Queen to God Save the King. king. The only thing that gets me is everyone says our king, which our king, our king, it's the king, but everyone sings God Save. Our king, which is the king. It can be a little bit, because God Save the King starts quite quietly. In some opposition stadiums, you get the build-up, don't you? And then you start singing. It's and like, then it's completely oh, out of yeah, yeah. Like, You're a bit out of kilter, but also, you don't want to be the one singing really loudly because there's a TV camera in front of your face sometimes. So I it, have it, been it's known to mime as it goes, but I've got <laughs> such a dreadful voice that it's like... Yeah, the anthem... It, it builds, then, doesn't it? Come back but in. It's like, it's like, God save us. And then as it sings, it's the second verse that actually gets going. The thing is, at that point, the anthem, there's a lot of different emotions. Sometimes you spot your family in the crowd. Sometimes you think about this, that, and the other. I know people think that if you sing the anthem, you're, you're proud yeah, of this yeah, one, you're yeah. passionate, you're in the game. And actually, sometimes a lot of things going on in your head. Sometimes you sing it because you're there. Other times you see the family and you get a bit choked up and you don't want to sing. Other people don't want to sing because they're thinking about the game. If I was looking at a sporting team, yes, I want some people to sing the anthem. But if people aren't singing the anthem, I don't instantly think, God. But it's quite a nuts concept when you yeah. think about it, right? Yeah. You're getting ready for a test match. You're about to play yeah. like a really physical, ferocious yeah. game where yeah. the stakes are so high. Yeah. You've done this warm up. You're all pumped up. You're in the change room. Right. Shirt on. Go Let's sing. Yeah. Sing a song. Oh, yeah. like, do you yeah. know what I mean? You, yeah. you're, you're up yeah. here and then you've got to sing and then yeah. go down. So you're right. Like we're never told you got to sing the anthem in there, but most lads do. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think anyone doesn't really. No. I just, um, I'd have no issues if no one did, you know, it's personal preference. Dun dun. Anthem's done. There's a period there. Normally I think the TV goes to an advert, but you have a couple of minutes where jacket off, some of the staff come on, collect that. So you then have to almost get re-warm. So some boys will do maybe a bit of wrestling, hit a tackle bag a couple of times and a sprint. And then you will, as a team, sometimes converge together. Also, you've got to clear the pitch because you forget like there's England flags, there's a lot of people on the pitch pre-game and there's pyrotechnics. So that all gets taken off. You sort of re-warm up. You come together as a team. The captain or whoever will say his final message of do the plan. Just win today. Go. Just yeah. score more than God the opposition. God's sakes, lad. Just yeah. win. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah. Just, just score more than your position. Simple. And then you get lined up in your kickoff formation. That's a great bit, isn't it? Clock starts. Because the crowd starts building. Roaring. The countdown starts. Best bit. Twickenham starts getting Countdown from 10. Everyone starts chanting down. They get three, two, one. Referee looks around, gives it to the captains. Ready to go, ready to go. 
He blows his whistle. The kicker steps up. Dun dun. Shanks it straight out in the full scrum. <laughs> Another very enjoyable episode. Go and find us on Instagram and TikTok. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, give us those five star reviews. While you're there, hit the follow button. If you want to trade some kit, we're willing to do so. If you want another podcast to listen to, go and find Joe Marler's Things People Do. Very good listen. If you want to listen to our podcast ad-free, go to Amazon Music. Or if you're on Apple, just subscribe for £1 per week. For the love of rugby. Sports Social Podcast Network.